With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, welcome into Hour 2. If you've been here, we appreciate you being here. If you just came in, welcome to the show. And, hey, make sure you know this, uh, Discover. Yeah, it matches all the cash back you'll earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Brady O'Quinn of the yes, O Brothers. Now we're two, man. Yes, sir. And, making and, our way. And, 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 and making our way, there's a team that has to make their way through injuries. And I just, I just need to get some perspective from you on this because I've never heard of, of something like this at the college level. LSU's head coach, Ed Ogeron, that everybody knows, go, go Tigers, uh, uh, says that – well, I guess he ain't doing that anymore, huh? He's probably kind of cooled <laughs> off on that a little bit. But uh, basically citing that uh, his team is not healthy enough for a padded practice, a full padded practice this week, saying that, you know, they're not able to do what what they would normally do practice-wise uh, – because they're so banged up, not enough players to go in full pads. Now, it is an open week, but it leads up into 
uh, a big matchup for them in terms of taking on Alabama. I, I'm wondering, is this is this a smoke screen? Is this a smoke signal? Because in college, you got over 100, what is it, like 118 dudes that walk out on the practice field during the course of the week? I mean, <laughs> if you got starters out, I get that. But aren't you supposed to have good enough recruiting classes where you have three depth charts, like three, four depth charts of players that could come out and actually practice? Isn't this, wouldn't this be a great time to see, hey, this is a great tailback, but he's hurt. So let's see if this tailback or this one is good. Uh, this this offensive lineman or defensive lineman or cornerback, whatever the position, uh, they're down. But this is a great opportunity to see these younger guys or guys that haven't played as much, see if they can get onto the field. I, I just have never heard uh, uh, an admission of information at the college level where you don't have enough guys to go full pads. That sounds weird. No, it is a bit weird. Usually on off weeks, too, you're working on developing some of those younger players, the guys who don't have as much experience. So uh, kind of surprising. But you know, when, when you do that, a lot of that has to do, too, with building for the future. Uh, oh, I mean, that's true. Wh- what is the future? Right. When you've already announced your head coach is going to be returning after the season. So they made this decision. They wanted him to stay on and finish it out. And, you know, you know he's not going to be the guy. That's kind of one of those deals where when you make a decision to fire a head coach and you've got an interim guy, you know, players are thinking, all right, this guy could be it. He, he could end up getting hired to this job, right? Uh, Ed Orgeron found himself in that position at USC. Um, and, and I think you get players to play for you maybe because not only is the coach potentially coaching for that job, the players want to play because they think they're maybe potentially playing for that next head coach. Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, you know that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that Orgeron isn't going to be the guy, and they're moving on after this year. So I think there's a lot of dynamics here at play. I think the first thing is they have been riddled with injuries. Um, you know, Miles Brennan, the quarterback who was in a battle in the spring with Max Johnson, broke his arm uh, before preseason camp. Uh, you've got two All-American cornerbacks, Derek Stingley, who may be the best in the country, uh, as along with Eli Ricks. Both those guys uh, have been sidelined and are out. Uh, they're leading receivers out, a bunch of uh, other guys up front on their defensive front. So there's some injuries, but here's the other thing that you're starting to see in college football, and I think you're going to see it more often, is players who have the ability to play at the next level and – as I talked about, Derek Stingley, Eli Ricks, both those cornerbacks, for example, two of the best in the SEC. Stingley may be the best in the country. They're playing. For, they're, they're getting ready to play on Sundays. Right. Like Stingley's draft eligible, and I think what happens is if you're a, if you're a player now in college football, and your team is out, and you don't have a shot at winning your conference, you don't have a shot at winning a national championship. I'm out. You're out. <laughs> you know, you, you're out. Like you, you've got an injury that yeah, it's going to nag and, and linger the rest of the season, or I'm out. you're just opting out the rest of the season. <laughs> It's done. Yeah, that's the reality. So, right. you know, not only does Ed Orgeron in a normal year have to battle that if your team's not on a national championship run like they were a couple of years ago, but now, given the fact that they've already said, hey, he ain't coming back, why would any player on that team that's draft eligible want to hang around for their university when all they're playing for at this point is pride? They're not winning the SEC, they're not winning a national championship. 
you know, this, you know, who knows who's going to come in there next and how that will change the culture and who they're playing for. But at this point, you know, a lot of guys start looking in the mirror and saying, I'm more concerned about my well-being and my future than I am my team. Mm. And you might say, listening to this, like, man, I'm not, you know, that's not right. That's not what football is about. And you're right to a degree. Like, that's, that's not what football is about. It's the ultimate team sport. Once, that once you've said, joined the team. Yeah, once you join the team. <laughs> once you te- join the team, and then once the team is still a team, it's still the ultimate team sport. But go, right. ahead. go ahead. But but the reality is, too, you know, these young men have the opportunity for generational, you know, cha- life-changing money. Yeah. And that's the difference is, you know, you'd do the same thing if you were in their shoes. You could say you wouldn't. But when you get put in that situation and you're putting your body on the line and that goes a long way in how much money you can make where you get drafted, you'd be thinking the same thing too. So unfortunately, I think for Ed Orgeron, for LSU, you know, they got time before they play Alabama, uh, who I believe is their next opponent. Yes. Yeah. But it, it's going to be tough to, to keep those guys as motivated, to keep those guys as dialed in. Um, given how this season has gone, given what the future looks like right now, and Ed Orgeron not being a part of it, there may be. You, you have to under people have to understand this. Ed Orgeron is not losing his job because of his his inability to recruit or to or, coach or win games. Or win I mean, games they, right? It happened after the national championship. But right. I, here's what I never understood: how he didn't get a pass the year after, in particular, they won. They had so many guys move on to the pros to the next level. Yeah. Like, what do you think was going to happen? They're going to reload. They had the greatest single season ever. We've pr- ever. <laughs> we've probably ever seen. Yes. And so, what do you think the next year, even if they had a successful year, it wouldn't look like the greatest season ever in college football history? And people, well, you know, he's there's nine and eight or whatever the record is after they won a national championship. I'm like, give me a break. Yeah. You had COVID. You had all these players who left to go on to the NFL, and you wanted him to turn around and win another one? Like, that wasn't happening. I mean, I just – the whole thing about – if look, if it was about his off-the-field conduct, then just say it. Just say that's why we're moving on from him. Because we feel like he else. did some things. Yeah, I mean, look, look at his win-loss record. Yeah. You're going to try to find another coach to come in and replicate that and win a national championship with Nick Saban still in the SEC West – Good luck with that. That's all I'll say. Well, with that being said, let's take it a step further. You you talked about guys looking in the mirror and and weighing out their options and what should I do going to this next level. That's got to be the same concern in a major way for the recruiting class, right? And the recruiting classes. And and listen, Ogeron went in into the media and said that he'll still encourage the guys to go to LSU, but we all know. When when a coach is beloved and is respected, he you know he he built such a reputation based off of his look, his his voice, uh, you know, just the cachet of being able to go play for an Ed Ogeron that was sold and it was connected to LSU and it was solidified when they had that season you're speaking of. To get rid of him or to let people know, let the public know that he will not be coming back this early. You got to believe that their their recruiting is going to take a major hit if they don't announce a coach that is actually 
strong enough in brand and reputation to keep those recruits from from deciding to go somewhere else. Recruiting is so it's so competitive. It it's cannibalizing of 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 one university of the other, and and it's the teams the the schools that have the the most resources to be able to really, really entice and intrigue these young men to want to go there and play, that really gets them there. And the one thing that gets you over the hump with that are the coaches, namely the the head guy. So I, I wonder where that leaves LSU right now in terms of the pressure of of naming a replacement and how how much time is there for that and how many of these guys are going to come there and heck how many guys are going to transfer transfer portal you already got one of their top linebackers that's jumped into the portal already is this a trend are they going to have to deal with that uh moving forward uh no i definitely think it's a trend i mean look we've already seen the impacts of the transfer portal and how that typically has worked out. If you're a talented player, you're not playing, you feel like you have a better opportunity somewhere else, you're moving on. I mean, or like college, you know, universities and then their football department, they literally have a scouting department now. And that scouting department is in charge of not only identifying what else is out there at the high school level, but what else is out there potentially in the transfer portal. And there, and then whether, whether or not this is a dirty secret that is becoming well known and, I think most people would admit these. There's still players being recruited on other rosters. Mm-hmm. That's just the bottom line. And 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 these coaches and these scouts, if you will, at different universities, they go through their high school coaches of these players. They go through players <clears throat> who are on their current team that played with those guys mm-hmm. or know that player, mm-hmm. and they'll say, "Hey, reach out. He's not playing there. We'd love to get him on our team." And that's how it starts. And they start having conversations. When you see these players put their name in the transfer portal, it is already a done deal. Mm -hmm. They already know where they're going. It's just the formality of putting their name in there, and they eventually move on. Now, there's there's some that are immature, and, and they'll put their name in there, or they'll, you know... They'll say, "Hey, I'm, I'm thinking about doing it." It's because they want attention or they want to feel loved by that, you know, their school or by their coaching staff. But the reality is, it's usually already a done deal, and that is this new era, this new age of college football. That honestly, it needs guardrails. They need some sort of guidance, I think, with all this because you're allowing an 18 to 22 year old to be able to make decisions. That, granted, I, I think, look. We ask a lot out of 18-year-olds. We ask for them to go and defend this country. So, you know, can we ask these kids to be mature enough to handle it and make a decision for their own? Sure. But that doesn't mean they don't need guidance. And so it would be nice to see some sort of guidance with all this because sometimes the grass isn't always greener. Yeah. And these kids start hopping around and they end up missing out on an opportunity or missing out on the chance to really get something that's going to pay off in the end. And that's their degree and their opportunity to, to be able to be a, a productive piece of society. So I just, it's, it's a wild, wild west right now with yeah. this whole deal. When you're talking about transfer portals and, you know, how, you know, how some of these players are thinking about, you know, playing football and then playing at the next level and how that impacts their decision-making. Well, it looked like there was a transfer portal for the Los Angeles Lakers this offseason, but they were all older guys. We'll talk about how that project and that experiment is going with the Lakers. We'll also touch on another team. Did they make a mistake? We're going to talk about that on the other side of this break. You're listening to Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. 
Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their kumo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be With 14 championship races worth $31 million in purses and awards, the Breeders' Cup is two days of horse racing too big to miss. Learn more at breederscup.com slash 2021 or bet now at tvg.com. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Welcome back into Two Pros and a Joe. That was Brady O'Quinn that gave you one of the dopest live reads that you'll ever receive in your entire (laughs) natural life. 
Jonas is on ice right now. That's all right. Ice up, baby. We'll we'll be ready next week. Uh, let's go to the hardwood. Let, let's let's talk about a pair of two nine rated teams. One rated ninth in hardwood. the East Coast, uh, the Eastern Conference. One rated ninth in the Western Conference. They're seemingly mirror images of one another right now. Teams that well don't look like they can win (laughs) let's start let's start on the eastern side of the conference Brady the 76ers at two and two they're at 500 they don't seem to have that extra little bit of firepower or oomph that they had last year now if I'm touching on this the right way correctly Am, am I missing something here? Did they not take into consideration that Ben Simmons is an all-star caliber player that is not in the fold for them right now? It, it doesn't seemingly look great for them right now. So looking looking back on how everything has transpired, do you feel as though things could have possibly been handled differently or they should have dealt him quicker? To be able to to fill the void that that is there right now, I, I always feel like teams hang on to disgruntled players longer than they should. And, mm. and I and I know, look, when you've got an all star caliber player, uh, you you want to get the proper compensation for him. But usually, the tactic most players use, and this is, applies to almost all professional sports, is it's only going to get uglier the longer this thing goes on because mm-hmm. it kind of has to, right? Mm-hmm. They want to get out. They want to move on with their their career, their life. And until you give them that chance to move on, they're just going to be stewing. So I, I always I always feel like, you know, the everything that's come out from the, the Ben Simmons 76ers, you know, drama, they could have handled this, you know, earlier, at least you would have thought, and found a way of moving on, you know, and, and then kind of building back their team chemistry uh, for this year. Now, look, it's early. Um, I don't think we've had anyone who's played more than what five games so far in the NBA. That's, so mm-hmm. I, I'm not willing to like sit here and say the 76ers can't figure this out moving forward. But yeah, I mean, basketball is a sport where I think you've, you've got to have talent uh, in order to be able to compete. We've seen that with the countless times we've seen a big three or even someone as good as LeBron who's one of the greatest to ever play the game needs help. You know, he still needs talented players out around him. You know, hence what the Lakers have done this offseason. Granted, even though challenging father time, they, they, they still have a loaded roster of guys who've been perennial all-stars. Mm-hmm. So in, in the case of the 76ers, I just, I feel like they botched this out the gate. You know, once they were aware of the fact that Ben Simmons didn't want to be there anymore, then just move on. Like, like figure out how to move on the fastest way possible so you can get your team back focused on what you believe to be the core, you know, core unit, core group that's going to help lead you guys hopefully back to the playoffs and be able to make a run. Because until that, until that happens, it's only going to be a distraction. I, I, and by the way, NBA teams are small in nature, right? Mm-hmm. We get on these football teams. If some guy's acting up on defense, I might not see him that often. You know, I'm not seeing him in meetings. I'm not seeing him maybe in, in, you know, workouts and whatnot, you know, throughout the course of the week. Not until we get on the practice field. And even then, you know, you're, sometimes you're platoon, so you don't even see it. Mm-hmm. So that's the, one of the hardest things is in basketball, you're constantly around it, constantly aware of it, and it's constantly a distraction for you. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. It's, 
This one's interesting to me because I felt like, in a way, they were conflicted. I, I think that somebody, whether it was Doc Rivers, somebody wanted it to work with Ben Simmons. And and I think I think that showed showed out when you had players willing to fly out to meet with them. They they were willing to kind of open their arms and and kind of find a a solution to where they were currently at. Ben Simmons checked that all the way out. So that's where I fall on the same side of this as as you you needed to figure out way earlier what you were going to do because in some regards it is early and maybe that two and two start is based upon all of the things you're dealing with with Ben Simmons even being at the practices. Heck, I can remember, I'll give you a great example. I can remember when I checked out and didn't want to play for Washington and everything was so bad, the way they they were treating situations, the way they were treating me in the situations, and I'm in the locker room and I'm a I'm 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 riding the bench and I was the captain the last three years of of me being there. I was a pro bowler the last three years of me being there. Now all of a sudden I'm on the bench and I wanted to be traded. And I told him, I do not want to work for you. So can we figure this out? Being in that locker room, even, even being in a situation where I did not want to be a distraction to my teammates, I did not want to cause any type of issues. So I handled things in a way where I wasn't, I wasn't loud about it. I wasn't talking crazy, but I think the reality of it was it created a lot of confusion amongst our team, my teammates. And they're sitting there. Why isn't he playing? Your presence is there. You try to keep your energy up, but your energy is, is ultimately going to be different. I wonder how much of an impact having him around and him knowing that he doesn't want to be there and everybody knowing that he doesn't want to be there. And then you're doing interviews. It's like, okay, what about Ben Simmons? I mean, Joel gets to the point and B gets to the point where he says, I don't even care about that guy. Like in the media. And these are teammates. And and you would assume you're going to be friends outside of the game. So to sit there and say, I don't care about this man. I'm not here to babysit this man. That tells me all I need to know in terms of where these guys' minds are, and they can say they're focused in on getting getting the season off to a good start and playing well. They have enough talent on this team. I mean, Tobias Harris is is a baller. Seth Curry right. does what he needs to do. They brought in Andre Drummond. They get that gives them a little size and and having some uh, you know, having some more more girth and 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 height down low. I mean, you got guys there. You know, you got guys there that can play. Um, but I just think that right now it's being handled in a way, Brady, where it's not conducive to having success. And I just wonder, should you have gone all in to try to get him back on? And once you couldn't get him back on, you got to go all in to get him out. Or where where was the disconnect on that? That's where I'm sitting here wondering right now because I feel like this has everything to do with them having a 500 and a slow start. Uh, yeah, sure, that's part of it. I, look, I think this started last year. 
I mean, th- this really started for me last year when, when Doc Rivers was asked the playoffs. Remember, this team, if I'm not mistaken, was a game away from playing in the Eastern Conference Finals with a banged-up Joel Embiid yep. and a, a team that I think showcased its, its capability, just not quite yet. Um, but, you know, I, I think what happened was Doc Rivers was asked whether or not Ben Simmons is capable of, you know, being the point guard for a championship team, right? And his response was, I don't know that question or the answer to that right now, right? Yeah. And that was after Ben Simmons had passed up on an easy dunk. There was a number of, of points in times in which they needed him to be clutch, and he wasn't. Still a young player in this league. Still moments to learn from, grow from, et cetera, et cetera. But I think how Doc Rivers, who's largely kind of viewed as maybe a magician behind the scenes as an NBA head coach, I thought that was one public instance where he didn't handle it I think the way he should have, mm. which was probably, you know, that that match that was kind of lit for this moment. Mm. Um, that's that's led us to this point. And I think you should have handled it one of two ways. You either should have cut bait, moved on. If that's how you felt in that moment as a head coach or even as an organization, you should have found a way to move on. Otherwise, like if it was going to get to this point, now you got to make nice. Because if you're the organization and, and if you look at the NBA, you know, it, it's it's hard to trade guys that are acting up like that. I kind of said earlier just how it, it, it drives down the trade value because of how they're conducting themselves. Other organizations look and they might say, hey, he's talented, but we don't want to bring that in here. Mm-hmm. So that makes it difficult. And unless you can play nice, get him to come back, get him to play well – where people say, well, he's playing well now. We see he's, he's acting, you know, he's acting better. He'll be better with our organization. Our fan base will be better able to accept him. You know, then you can make that work. But I just I think that ship has sailed. I mean, Ben Simmons doesn't have a future in Philadelphia. And and, and they should have moved on and gone their separate ways a while ago. It's not all on Ben Simmons, because I like I said, I do think that whole conversation really sparked where we are now. Mm-hmm. But again, at this point, you just gotta cut bait. You got to move on your separate ways. Take what you can. Try to figure out a way of of going your separate ways. Brady, the Lakers on the western side. They're they're also ranked ninth, two and three. They they have beat the teams that well you would assume they're supposed to beat. Uh, they they beat the Grizzlies. They they pulled out a close one against the Spurs, but they've lost against teams that you would say will define where they're supposed to be. They lost to the Warriors. They they lost to the Suns. Um, and and gave up a a, a a game to the Thunder. I'm 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 not you know crazy about saying they they're bad because they lost to the Thunder. But that would be the one team that you would have hoped or thought that they would win against. They haven't had LeBron James. He's been out. They're seemingly trying to still find their rhythm of what it is that that they're going to do. You mentioned the quadruple double that that uh, Russell Westbrook was able to have. Uh, Anthony Davis seems to be more than anything else staying healthy for the time being uh, and you're getting what what is perceivably quality moments out of older guys like Rondo and and Carmelo Anthony but nonetheless they are in ninth they're two and three not seemingly uh dominant or 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 competitive in terms of looking at them as as a threat in the west uh the warriors looking amazing the Utah Jazz looking amazing. I've been a big Utah Jazz fan. I, I wonder if they're ever going to take that next step. 
But where are you at in terms of the the L.A. Lakers experiment and, and where they're right now? I think we've seen this a number of times with uh, LeBron James teams or, or even just teams that where you've got this much talent. They're all still trying to find their roles. I mean, I would say NBA players a, as much as any professional athlete have egos. And it's hard in basketball more so than any other sport only because all these guys at one point in time in their career were, were the guy. And now you've got to find out how to be a guy within you know that starting five or that rotation, however you want to go out you know, working guys in. I mean, hell, as old as this whole group is, it may be, it may be more of like, hey, there's going to be times when a certain player or a certain couple of players are taking nights off just to be able to rest and recover. And, load management. Yeah, load management as yeah. we get to the playoffs. This is a playoff team, okay? In my opinion, I don't care how they look right now. They're trying to figure some things out. They're trying to figure out their, their roles, their chemistry, and they will. But in all seriousness, they have so much talent. Like, it might be a case or scenario where, like, hey, when LeBron's on with Russell, but then all other stars are taking the night off, you know, we need to know what that's going to look like. Or when LeBron and Russell are out and the rest, I mean, they're going to have to adjust, you know, at certain points in time throughout the course of the season depending on who's in there and who's not, or when LeBron's not in there and the rest of the group's in there, okay, like who's our facilitator, who's, who's the key guy we're relying on in clutch situations, or depending on how we're running our half-court offense, you know, who are we running it through? Because I always, I always get the sense that when, Le- Le- when LeBron's on the court, it's running through him. Mm-hmm. And when he's not, then someone else has to step up to take over that role, and they've got, they're going to have a different skill set than he has. So I, I just I think it's way too early to be able to evaluate, especially this team with all their offseason acquisitions and the way this roster has changed, it's way too early to determine what they're going to be. And, and I even think it might be to the halfway point at the All-Star break, and we're going to be saying to ourselves, yeah, we're, just, we're not sure how this is working out. We're not sure how good they are right now. That's fine. Because I think it's going to be the second half of the season where we see them playing their best basketball. And then it, to me, again, it doesn't matter how they enter into the playoffs. I don't care what seed they are. All these guys are experienced. They've got LeBron James, who, in my opinion, is the best basketball player right now in the NBA, even with his age. And that's always going to give them a a leg ahead on everyone else. Playing on the road, playing at home, doesn't matter. So Mm. I'm not panicking right now with this group. I I just think they've got to find that that chemistry, that flow. And it, it takes some time, man, especially with guys who have all done it and been that guy before. Yeah, you know, I tend to look at this team and and all of the concerns or all of the criticisms that have been lobbed at them have been based upon they don't have enough shooting to a perimeter game to be a legitimate contender. And I I just I look at their roster and I say to myself, you have you have a facilitator in Rajon Rondo. He can he can facilitate for your offense. He's a he's a true point guard, and I, obviously I believe he can facilitate. I believe Russell Westbrook can facilitate. Uh, I know there's a lot of questions as to is he a one man show? Is he better off being a one man show? I don't think anyone's better off being a one man show. So I f- I find that to be a tad bit laughable to try to pin that on Russell Westbrook. I know he's a you know, at at times he he has taken over games and has shot and has slashed and has done a lot of things to create and generate for the teams that he's on. But 
I think he really is is relishing in this opportunity that he has to play for his hometown team and and being a positive contributor. I I I ultimately look at okay, they say shooting and defense. If you're if you're looking at the lineup that they have and and the size, the length that they have, I think they got to figure out how to best utilize what they have in in terms of personnel. Now, you may run into a, a situation where you get against a team that can shoot like like the the Warriors, Golden State Warriors can, but for the most part, you're talking about DeAndre Jordan, who is super long, super athletic. I getting up there in a little in a little bit in age. You know, Dwight Howard, the same exact type of player, getting up there in in age. But you put those two together, you you have you have length. You can protect up against the cup. And and make it more difficult to score where they have to be able to hit those long range uh, jumpers and, and and three point shots. And then you have Anthony Davis, who's a shot blocker as well, who's probably the best shot blocker on the team. Now you're talking about three guys that are super long and generally make you longer than the teams that you're going to be playing against. And so now it, it comes down to. Is it a Trevor Ariza? Is it a Carmelo Anthony? Is it a Russell Westbrook? Is it a LeBron James? Is it a Rajon Rondo? Like any of these guys around the perimeters, you got to have a guy that can be able to, one, do what he's supposed to do. And I look at Carmelo Anthony as saying that he's one of those guys. He's got to be able to shoot the ball from outside when he gets in. When it's Russell Westbrook and it's LeBron, those guys have to be able to create the space, which – the criticisms have been Russell Westbrook can't create the space or LeBron can't create the space because they can't shoot from the outside. They're going to have to figure out how to create spacing. And if they can create spacing on the court, I believe they have enough athletic ability and enough experience for certain to be able to get done what they need to be able to get done out there on the court. But I, I will say this, it is early. They do have to mesh, and they do have to figure out what they're going to do. I think they have the talent to be able to do it on this roster, even though they're older. But it is interesting to see that LeBron is already missing games. It's probably by design, probably a good thing that that he's he's resting. You know, whatever it is, I think I think it was he got hit on the leg the other night or whatever. Uh, but I do believe that they do put themselves in the best position that they possibly can in terms of uh, being able to be there and ready to go by playoff time, Brady? No, no doubt. I mean, you've got to have the ability to win in a variety of ways. I think they've got the length and the ability to protect the rim. You know, the, the, the shooting aspect you brought up, if they need to, I think they could it's, – it's still early enough in the season – you could go trade for someone. I mean, you could make something happen to bring someone in else in two to add a shooter yeah. uh, before that time comes. So and as we know in the NBA, that trade deadline's different than any other. When, when teams need some, they go make moves. So there's still a lot of time, too, to assess where this team's at, if that is indeed truly a need or if it's just more of a want or an opinion on the outside. Uh, again, too early right now to tell, but if they need it, they can go get it. Yeah. Our LeBron James is on the bench right now, too. But we're going to pre, uh, bring in lead the lap to to be able to fill in. He's going to do. He's going to take us through prop bet monster. It won't be the same. I'm sorry, Lee, but we are going to go through prop bet monster. I hope your prop bets are good. Lead the lap. I hope they're good. You're listening to Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. This is Fox Sports Radio. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. Tire Rack.com, the way tire buying should be.
Download the DraftKings app and use code 2PROS to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. All right. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Welcome back into Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. That's Brady Quinn. I'm LeVar Arrington. And without further ado, we're going to jump into a segment that we all know, we all have come to love with our guy Jonas, but we're going to have Lee fill in and do the best that he can with, well, Prop Bet Monster. Here to feed your degenerate gambling soul, (laughs) the Prop Bet Monster. (laughs) All right, Lee, here you go. Lights on, baby. What you got? Well, luckily, you got me on a Green Bay game, you guys. Okay. Packers at the Cardinals tonight. And with Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard out tonight, who will have more receiving yards for Green Bay? Is it going to be Randall Cobb, Equinemia St. Brown, Robert Tunyon, or other? Oh. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say Robert Tunyon. Oh. I feel like tight ends could maybe give the Cardinals, you know, a tough time, that matchup. And I think they're going to try to run the ball, work work some things off, play action. So I'm going to go with Tanya, although I think, I don't know, I, I'm kind of torn between other. I, I'm going to go with other. And the yeah. reason why I'm going to go with other is because I think this is a fine Arizona Cardinals defense. It's going to force Aaron Rodgers to drop the ball off. Keep in mind, Aaron Jones is a phenomenal pass-catching yes, receiver. Yes, he is. So look for him to get, get – involved early and often and not just as a runner but as a passer well speaking of that rushing game and aaron jones who's going to have more rushing yards tonight is it going to be aaron jones chase edmonds kyler murray or another other oof i'm saying aaron jones man i I, i've said before like i i know look arizona's probably anticipating green bay running the football more because of the lack of adams and lazard and so maybe, maybe you know, I'm, I'm like outthinking myself here. I still think they're going to have to be balanced. I, I still think that's going to be a big portion of their game plan. Even though when Adams has been out in the past, look, Rodgers has still delivered. He's still sling the football around the field. I, I just, I don't know. Something tells me this time it might be a little bit different. Is James Conner out or is he in the no, game? No, he's in there. Well, I'm going with other. <laughs> I believe James Conner may be a guy who puts up some good yards. In fact, more yards than anybody else in the game. There you go. Yeah. Calling, let's calling go with, your shot. Let's go with other. All right. After kickoff, you guys, what gets mentioned first in the broadcast? Is it J.J. Watt's potential season-ending shoulder surgery, or is it Devontae Adams missing the game due to COVID? Oh, that's a great one. Oh. That is a good one. That's the best one. Good. Go ahead, Brady. I uh, mean, J.J. Watt's the breaking news, right? Um, although Adams is the one that we thought, you know, he wasn't for sure ruled out. Maybe there's a chance he was going to play. I I don't know. I I think I'm going to say Adams. I'm going to say Adams. 100%. JJ Watts. Okay. (laughs) I love it. All right, you guys, during the game, will a cap and or visor be worn by Cliff Kingsbury, Matt LaFleur, both or neither? Um... LaFleur wear a hat. Kingsbury will not wear either. Yeah, I'm going with not. Neither one. 
Neither they are, both, they both are, will I mean, have their heads of head, their yeah, heads out. Arizona is inside, so yeah, yeah that's they, probably a good call. They will have both their heads out. You know, they're good looking dudes. You know what that's I mean? That's true. They that's they true. be on flex mode, so yeah, they'll that's both true. have their heads out. I can't change my answer at this point, can I? Yeah, they're gonna have them heads out. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they're both. <laughs> their head's going to be naked. Hey, um, <laughs> they get hit. Can I change mine, Lee? Is it still is – Absolutely still you can change yours. I'm, I'm saying they're not – no one's wearing anything. Yeah. They're showing off their pretty faces, all right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. An over-under here for you guys. Four and a half. That's the number of beers your beloved producer and resident cheesehead Lita Lap has before halftime tonight. Over. <laughs> over. It's a Packers oh, on, primetime man. Thursday night football game. Over. And then we ride into Friday morning, and then you're That's done right. for the day. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the over, too. I, I think you'll struggle through tomorrow, Borracho. but you'll make it. You'll make it. You you and Berto, y'all, y'all will struggle no, through tomorrow. No, I'm not tomorrow. drinking nothing. Oh, okay, yeah. nothing. The real question my becomes how the, the first right. half goes. You know, if the Packers are winning big, does he drink more, or does he drink less? Or if they're getting blown out, does he drink more or less? Well, age-old question. It'll be interesting. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We got Mark Davis. Me? Mark Davis has got an age-old question, too, on the other side of this next hour. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 